Welcome to another episode of Small Findings. This episode is brought to you once again by me having to wait in the car while uh, my son does a class. Uh, In this case, it's a cooking class, which he thinks is just okay, but maybe he'll eventually really get into it. Anyway, I thought I'd talk about Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Not that I'm going to be the world's foremost expert on this uh, or anything like that, but I did take the time to read about it and look up answers to questions I had, so I might as well talk about it. So as you may have heard, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. It's a bank in Silicon Valley. Uh, Most of its customers are are startups that are funded by VCs. And by collapsed, I mean customers asked for withdrawals and the bank could not give that to them. So they entered FDIC receivership, uh, which means the bank has been taken over and the FDIC will pay out um, insured amounts. So uh, for uh, quote, regular people like you and maybe uh, maybe you and me, um, that's usually good enough. But uh, the, you know, the insurance is 250000 per account. So a lot of these companies had tens or hundreds of millions of dollars over at Silicon Valley Bank. So they, the FDIC is not going to pay that out. So they've lost a lot of money. Like some, some companies, I, I'm sure there's a lot more. I, I noticed um, Roku and Roblox, probably other companies that start with R had money there. Uh, and they're, they're not going to get it. Or I don't know, maybe there's some other way they could, they could get it. But it was, um, it's pretty bad. And, oh, sorry, there's a fire truck. This is a problem being the man on the street in a car, I guess. But anyway, so they can't they can't get that money back. And I, I do wonder why they didn't just split their money up among multiple accounts. I mean, let's say you have $250 million. Um, nah, I guess it's a, it's a hassle to deal with that many bank accounts, but... Seems like it's worth it, but you know maybe maybe another startup could uh, <laughs> could start an uh, address managing your multiple bank accounts for you and pretending abstracting them so they're they're just like one bank account. But anyway, um, no no bank can survive uh, a run like even the most conservative bank. Um, they're they're just made that way. Like if you have a regular bank and you know, 10 people deposit $100. They don't, they don't just keep that $1,000 just in case everybody comes back and asks for the money at once. Uh, They take a risk and they loan out that money to other people and they collect interest on that. And that's how they make money. Um, In Silicon Valley Bank's case, their customers do not need loans. In fact, um, they're they're mostly VC backed, so they're ca- backed by venture capital. So they've already got their loan. They got their loan from the venture capitalists. So 
what they're looking for is just a place to park the money. And that's what Silicon Valley Bank does for them. Uh, why that bank and not just a regular bank? I don't know. Weird Silicon Valley stuff, I guess. Uh, maybe they uh, see each other at uh, whatever they do to hang out at Silicon Valley cocaine parties or whatever. But um, they so what they need to do with the money then um, is find another way to make some money off of interest. So what they do is they uh, invest in bonds. And bonds are uh, generally considered safe, uh, but they are sensitive, sensitive to interest rates. So I guess what confused me about um, them being sensitive to interest rates is I, I always think of them as things you you buy and then they pay out at maturity. Uh, so, you know, you buy a $90 bond that in five years will pay you $100 and you hope that beats inflation or whatever. But I, I always think of that as the deal. But there's actually a bond market. You could sell bonds to other people and people are less inclined to buy bonds if uh, interest rates are are high. So that drives down the price of the bond because, you know, why would you buy why would you buy a bond when you could get, um, you know, a better deal on, you know, a regular savings account or something like that? Um, so most banks invest some somewhat in um, in securities like uh, bonds. I, I think so securities and bonds seem to be interchangeable in the things I read. I apologize if that's not always the case, but um, yeah, so, like a bank like Bank of America has like 20 28% of its assets in, in bonds. Uh, but Silicon Valley had 56% in bonds. And what happened was the value of their assets dropped sharply because the price of bonds dropped sharply. So they did something that is nominally responsible, although... Uh, they also did some things that are not responsible, and they tried to raise more money, and I think they did that by by issuing stock. And uh, but this whole thing where they said they're going to raise money may have spooked some people, and uh, in general, uh, their customers were looking to withdraw because they are, um, you know, startups, tech startups tech startups are doing badly lately. Uh, and of course they need money. They need the money they have in their savings accounts. So, um, so they've been withdrawing more than usual, probably. Uh, they've also been, uh, maybe spooked by that. So they start withdrawing and then, uh, you know, other, other customers here are like, Oh, you know, there could be some trouble because of their, their, big investment in securities, uh, in bonds, which are, are dropping. So there, a thing could happen where we can't get paid back. So let's, let's get our money out now while we still can. And of course, that's like a self-fulfilling thing where, um, you know, one customer withdraws their money, uh, and then Silicon Valley bank has to sell off bonds, uh, at a loss in order to have the cash to pay, pay out the withdrawal. And then it just looks like they have less to pay back with, which they do. And then uh, everybody rushes to get their money and then the money runs out or the bonds run out, the assets run out, and then 
and then it's all over. Um, as to why this happened, uh, I mean, they, they just did not diversify <laughs> their, their assets, um, which, you know, whatever, if I was running a bank, I wouldn't know how to do this either, but, uh, they're, they're bank professionals probably should know about this kind of thing. Um, so they shouldn't have done that. And then also, I guess in 2018, their CEO pressed, uh, pushed for um, the elimination of a regulation uh, for where in, wherein the FDIC would stress test their bank because um, they, they, they made a change to the law that said that, okay, if you have less than $250 billion, you don't have to be stress tested. Silicon Valley Bank is the 16th largest bank in the United States. So I guess that law, the effect of that law is that 15 or fewer banks uh, ended up uh, stress-tested by the FDIC. And so Silicon Valley Bank has collapsed, but don't worry, the CEO is okay. I think he sold off, I, I, not I think, I, I definitely read that he sold off a ton of stock, um, you know, before this happened. So he's fine. Don't worry about it, guys. He's okay. That might be him driving by in the car super fast right now okay thanks for listening uh oh yeah you you could email me at smallfindings at fastmail.com thanks for listening to me as i share my finding and make sure uh i understood what i read oh by the way uh most of this almost all of this comes from uh this information comes from adam tooze's newsletter and also uh, Matt Levine's newsletter, which is just a version of his Bloomberg column. Or, it is his Bloomberg column, just another format. All right, see you later.